Welcome everyone to the Oveh Torah Daf Yomi Shur. Today's Shur is Daf Mem Aleph. We will begin on Mem Aleph Amud Aleph at the Mishnah on top of the page. Today's Daf is available. Anyone who'd like the zuchut of sponsoring today's Daf, please contact Mr. Ralph Sutton, and he will be happy to help you with sponsorship opportunities. Okay, let us begin. Says the Mishnah. The guy does chalitza to his Yivama. You have Reuven and Shimon. Reuven dies and Shimon marries Reuven's wife, Rachel. And his brother married the sister. So after Reuven, after Shimon did Chalitza, his brother, Levi, married the sister Leah, and he died. And now, the, now, Levi's wife, Leah, is now falling to Shimon as Yivama. So Shimon had already done Chalitza to her sister, Rachel, when she was married to Ruvain. And now Shimon's in a position where he should do he should do Yibumo Chalitza to his second sister-in-law, her sister. Now the rule is Achot Chalitza to Asur And therefore we said, since she's Asur Darabanan, she needs Chalitza, but she can't be done Yibum because she's Achot Chalitza to. And also, if a guy divorces his wife, Let's say you have a fellow who divorces his wife. Let's say Ruvain had, well, let's say in our case, Shimon had divorced his wife. Or let's say Ruvain had divorced her. Instead of Ruvain, Ruvain dying, Ruvain divorced his wife. And then Levi dies and Leah falls in front of Ruvain for Ibum. How is it? She's Batur. So if he divorces his wife and then his sister dies, of course she's patur because she's achot isha. Shomeret yabam. If we have a lady waiting for Yibum, shikidesh achiv et achotah. She's waiting for the oldest brother to do Yibum on her. And she kidesh achivet achuta, and the yavam yavam that she was waiting for, expecting to do, I guess it was the oldest one, and another one of the brothers decides to go mimekadesh another girl, which he shouldn't do, of course, because he's in zika technically. So we have a case over here. You have Reuven and Shimon and Levi. Reuven dies without kids, and Rachel falls in front of. Shimon and Levi. Shimon's planning to do Yibum, and Levi goes to marry Rachel's sister Leah. What's the halacha? We tell Levi, wait until your brother Shimon does something, if the brother does Chalitza or Yibum, then you can marry Levi, then you can marry Leah. If let's say, instead of 
Shimon marrying Rachel, Rachel dies, he can, he can also marry his wife. But if Shimon dies, then then he's in a big situation. If, if, if Shimon dies, again, the case here is Ruvain, he's dying. And he leaves Rachel, his wife, to Shimon and Levi. Levi does not want to deal with Rachel. He goes and marries her sister Leah, illegally. Now, he has to wait till something happens. If there's one of four things that could happen. Thing number one is, Shimon could do Chalitza Yibum. Then he can marry Leah. Or, Shimon could not get a chance to do it, and then Leah will die. That will work out fine for him too. He could still marry. Sorry, not Leah. Shimon could not get a chance to do Yibum on Rachel, and Rachel will die. That'll be no problem. He can marry his intended wife, Leah. But, if by some chance, Shimon dies, now he's supposed to do He's the only brother left to do Chalitza Yibum. And therefore, he'll have to divorce both of them. He'll divorce the wife that he married, Leah, that he married with Kedushin, and he will do Chalitza on her sister, Rachel. Says the Gemara, the first two cases seem to be very funny. They're not connected at all. The first case is guided Chalitza Zivema, and his brother married the girl, the, the girl and he died. And the other one is Megaresh. Megaresh, one case is a case where it's Zika, where it's Achot Cholot And the other case is not Achot Cholot It's actually a case of regular erva. Why are you comparing the two cases? Ema Aval HaMegaresh. says, you're right. It should not say that. It should actually say, But HaMegaresh Tishto. Amarish Lakish. Kan Shanarebi. Rishikish is saying, the fact that we we contrasted these two cases, Rebbe is teaching you, Achot Gerushato Medivre Torah, Achot Chalutza Medivre Sofrim. The wife of a divorcee is a sur from the Torah. And that's why, in, this, in the second case, in the divorce case, um, she's patur. And that's the point of mentioning the two things together. Says the Mishnah, if you have Shomeritim who married who her brother married the, the sister, that, that's the case of uh, Ruven dying, Shimon waiting to do Yibum Mochalitza on Rachel, and instead at the same time Levi does Kiddushin on Leah. Amashmol Shmuel says, Halacha kitvei bidu b'tura, Halacha falls with Rebbe b'tura, who said that uh, we tell him to wait. Okay? Now the reason why he tells him to wait is because they have to wait for Zika to go away. Says the Gemara, Ibailu, he asked the question, If let's say his wife dies, can he marry his Yivama? Which means, let's say Levi's wife Leah dies, can Levi marry the Yivama? 
In our Mishnah, we only spoke about a case where Rachel's dying. What would happen if Levi died? The fact, if Leah died, if Leah died, what would be the halacha? Rav v'Rebbe Chanina da'amri to Rav and both say metay shtol mutabi of amtor. They both say that he's mutar to take her. Shmuel v'Rav Asi da'amri to They both say metay shtol asur. They say it's asur. Why? Amar Avad Rav says my time. And what's Rebbe's reason? Because the Rama is a lady who was married, who was allowed. They could go back to the original Heter state. And therefore, just like we saw that this lady was, Rachel was Mutarim, and then she became Asur to him when he married her sister. Then she became allowed again when the sister died. So therefore she goes back to the original state. This is my look at exactly what it means. That she doesn't become, whether or not she goes back and needs Chalitza or Yibum, or whether maybe it means that she's allowed to marry him free, freely. Rajman, the Rambam, okay. Mati Rav Amnuna. Rav Amnuna asked the question. Shoshachin, you have three brothers. Shnaim nosim Two of them are married to two sisters. Ve'echad mufne. And the other one is single. Okay, so Ruven, Jim, and Levi, Levi, single. Met echad malechiot. If Ruven died, and Levi goes and does a kiddushin on his wife Rachel, then Shimon died. Shimon, in this case, was married to Leah. Right? And then. Then his wife died. So if Shimon's wife died, so again, so what happened was Levi had did Mimer on Rachel. Then Shimon, who was married to Leah, died, and then Leah died. Which is the one who's left was Rachel's wife, who's waiting for the final thing. Now, why does she need Chalitza? Because she was once Asur to Levi. When, when was she Asur? She was Asur to Levi when uh, she was Achotzu Kukato. I thought you said, you said that whenever you're allowed, then Asur, then allowed, you become allowed again here too. So we left the question. This was a question that they asked Rav. Ishtik, Rav was quiet. The Batadinafak Amar, after he left, Amar, he said, Why didn't I tell him? Rabbi Lazadi, that bright that you quoted, that you said about the three brothers, that must have been Rabbi Lazad. The Amar, Kevin She Amda Alav Shaachatbi Surnesalavamit. Maybe I'll tell you that that is the other opinion. Right? 
Hadam, and then Rav said to himself, When did Rav Azar say his dawn? That's when she wasn't she wasn't possible to get in, to get married by the time of the Yibum. But in the time when she was possible to get married, Rabbi Lazar didn't stay his, never said his law. Which means like this. You can't claim that this case of of the triple deaths, again, we have triple deaths, we have Reuben, Shimon, and Levi. Reuben dies, Levi does Ma'amar on Rachel, then Shimon and Shimon and his wife Leah First Shimon dies, and then Leah dies. So Rachel was Mutar when her husband died, Ruvain. She was Asur when Shimon died, because now she was Achotz Kuto. And then she was Mutar again when the sister, when her sister died, Leah. And then she became, so that's Mutar Asur, which we, the Mishnah said you go back to the first Hatir. So that... That she should be mutar, but the Mishnah had said that she needs chalitza. That was a question to us. So Rav is kicking himself. Why didn't I answer and say that it's Rabbi, that, that that the Brayta is Rabbi Eliezer? Rabbi says no. Rabbi Eliezer never said his law in a case like this because since at the time that this uh, lady Rachel, Ruben's wife. Fell to to Levi for Yibum. She was totally mutar. Right? Therefore, it's different. Because Yubelazah only says his law when she was Asur at the beginning, not when she was mutar in the beginning. Hadamam in, he said, no, she did say it. Then he changed his mind and said, she did say his law in that case. Fatanya, because we saw the Bezamber, Meta Yivimto. When the Yivama dies, In our Mishnah, right? Mutar Vishto is allowed to marry the wife. Which means if the Yivam dies, if the guy who was married to the sister, and then the Yivamah dies, he's allowed to marry the, marry his wife, the one that he got he got Kilushin to. Ishto, if his wife dies, Okay. So says the Gemara, Lema Shmuel Rav Asi Let's assume that Shmuel and Rav Asi must hold like the Biel Azad. That's why he disagrees. They could even go like the Rabbanan. The reason why the Rabbanan argue on the Biel Azad is because because that we're not talking about from Nefila and Ad. But when they were ready, Asur, from the time of the falling, I feel that Abraham already, even the Abraham agree that she's Asur forever. Once she's Asur at the time of the falling. Okay. Let's start the new Mishnah. Ha'yivamah lo tachlots. Ha'yivamah kenatu chalitza. V'lo tetebem, and kenatu yibum. Ad shi'avon, ad shi'yesh l'shlach ha'ashim. Until they wait three months. Like we said before, we have to wait three months in order to ensure that they're not pregnant. Okay? Because if they're pregnant, of course, they might have a baby. And if they have a baby, of course, then they are sore in Yibum and they don't need Chalitza. Because they, 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 Yibum and Chalitza are only when the brother dies with no kids. Also, all women who are married before. 
They can't do erusin or nesuin until they wait three months. Whether they had relations or never relations, even if they just kiddushin never had relations, still they have to wait three months. Whether she's getting divorced or whether she's getting, whether she's an amanah, she needs three months that she's not allowed to get married in order to make sure that she's not pregnant. Okay? Okay? Whether they were fully married or whether they were part, whether they were fully married or only Kiddushin, either way, they have to wait. That is according to Hanakama. If they're if they're fully, fully married, then yet they can do they can do Kiddushin right away and they'll wait three months to do Nisuin. But Arusot and Arusot, and, if they were, and if they were only Arusot, then they, Nasu, they could do full marriage afterwards because they, didn't, they, they, they were not waiting for anything. They're not supposed to be pregnant anyway. Except for the people of Yehuda, which is an area in Eretz Israel, because in that place, we mentioned that they used to leave the, they would let the Chatan and Kala be alone in a room. Uh, in order that they should get, get, in order that they should get used to each other. And since they were supposed to get used to each other, we were afraid they might have relations, and therefore, in those cases, we have to wait three months for those other sort because we're afraid that it's common that they might possibly do uh, have relations. says, "All women." Are allowed to get do erusin chutzman amana except for amana. Why can everyone do erusin? Because erusin is nothing, but amana can't get get do erusin because we're worried about the three months of the, during those three months. She's not allowed. She's allowed to do it only the second two months, but she needs the first thirty days because she's in mourning, and ladies in the morning cannot do erusin. Okay. Says the Gemara. Because of Evel, because of their Avelut. Says the Gemara. I understand why they can't do Yibum. Shema Yevlad Ben Kayama. Maybe the baby will be a good baby. You can't do Yibum because. If the baby, if if they do Yibum right away, and it comes out that she was pregnant, then your relations was us was an erva because your sister in law is asur to you. Why can't do chalitza? Chalitza is nothing. Chalitza is just taking off the shoes before they're not doing relations, and therefore, if they do chalitza and it turns out that she was pregnant, big deal. So she was pregnant, and they, were, and they took off the shoe. They went to a shoe store. I said no. Let's say it's a It must be it's a Because Rabbi Yochanan claimed that a chalitza 
that you do on a pregnant woman, it works. You don't have to do it again. Meaning, if the woman does chalitza, and then she has a miscarriage, she so we assume that the, the question is, does that chalitza work, or you need a new chalitza afterwards? If you don't it works. The fact that we said you need to wait, wait three months, it sounds like it wouldn't work, right? Because why have to wait three months for chalitza? If it works, I can do it right away. Obviously, chalitza doesn't work on a pregnant woman at all. Question of we already knocked off Let's assume that this is also a question. Let's have a double question on him. No, not necessarily. Is this double question a good question? Why? Here, the reason is we're worried that maybe the baby will be a good baby. And if the baby is a good baby, everyone's going to think that the kid is born from a lady who had a chalitza. But really, the chalitza was wrong because the baby was, the lady was pregnant. And therefore, we're going to have to send out an uh, announcer to announce that the baby can marry a kohen. Right? Sorry. Not the baby. That the, the lady can marry a kohen. Because the chalitza was not really valid because she was pregnant. So we're worried that maybe she... Uh, her sta- if we let her do chalitza, we're going to have to send out a. Um, we're going to have to send out a publicizer to publicize. Says the Gemara, "Vinitzicha, so let's send it out." Dilma ikad dahavi bechalitza, v'lo habechaza. We're worried that maybe people will be there by the chalitza, and they're not going to hear the chalitza, and they're going to make her as pasul from kiyuna. If you have somebody who was there for the chalitza, I was there for the chalitza. They're not going to realize that there was an announcement afterwards. That makes sense if the lady was an Amana. Why do we have to wait three months for Girusha? Right? In other words, let's say the lady who's doing Khalitza is also divorced from before. So since she's already a divorcee, she anyway can't marry Kohen. So there's no point to waiting. Why would we make her wait three months? Do Khalitza, let her do it right away. And it's not, we're not worried that anyone's going to ruin her status. No. Problem is that she loses her mizonot. Because once she does chalitza, she doesn't get any money from her husband. Before chalitza, she's entitled to get paid by the husband's estate. Once she does chalitza, she's not connected anymore. That separates her. What if the lady... Was only arusa. She doesn't get an arusa. Doesn't get money from the from the husband's estate anyway. And if she's divorcee, then there's no worry about her people saying that she's pasul to kuna because she's anyway. So why wouldn't we let her do it right away? Chalitza. Ella no. The real reason why we don't let him do it is because of the reason of Rabbi Yossi. Mishum to Rabbi Yossi. Can you do chalitza within three months of the wife's death? Why can't a lady do chalitza within three months? He read the following pasuk to him, Rabbi Yossi. The pasuk says, if he doesn't want to do, do ibum, then he does chalitza. 
But it has to be ha'im chafatz yavam. But if he wanted, you have to be able to do yibum. A lady who could do yibum could do chalitza. So since during the first three months we don't let her do yibum, therefore we can't do chalitza. According to this, anyone who can't do yibum is asur to chalitza. I thought we said people who are safeks do chalitza not yibum. Now the term is very vague. What do you mean people who are safeks? What are they? My safekot. If it's talking about a lady who is not sure that if her marriage to her dead husband was a good kiddushin or not, then why can't you do yibum? What's the difference? There's no problem. If they do yibum, what's the difference? If they were married, if she, if she marries the brother and they were married before, okay, they were married before. If they're married before, then everything's fine. Right? And, and, and if they, they weren't married, so then you married a strange lady, what's the difference? Your brother was never married, so you're allowed to marry her. If you have a guy who he married one of two sisters, the guy got got Kiddushin to one or two sisters. And he doesn't know which one he married. And therefore, if that's the case, you don't know, since you don't know who it was, so you have to, you have to Yibum, you have to Chalitza, not Yibum. So since one of them is for sure married, the other one is, is going to be the sister of the Yibam. So they both need and that yet you see that even a lady who can't do yibum because you can't do yibum on any of these girls because it might be the sister of the lady of your zikuka. Right? Yeah, will they do chalitza even though you can't do yibum? But says hachi hashda. How could you compare? Hatam over there im yabol yav yomar dahakidesh. If Eliyahu and Avi will be able to tell us which one's married, then, then she's good for Chalitza Yibum. Hacha over here, that she's not pregnant, would we pay attention to him and let her get married? Of course not. Why? Because once the rabbis made a gizah, you can't do yibum during the first three months. It's a so forever. The, the safek, the rabbis didn't make a gizah about a safek, so therefore it's fine. And therefore, if Eliyahu would come, it's good. So since Eliyahu since could allow it, it's fine. But now, because even Eliyahu can't allow it, because even if he comes, we can't break the rules. Right? Like, for example, you have a katana. Guy marries a katana. She can't get pregnant at all. We make her wait three months, and therefore, we always make the, 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 the that means it's takana. And if it's takana, Eliyahu won't be listened to either. <coughs> What's the difference if we know she's not pregnant because Eliyahu told her, or we know she's not pregnant because she's a katana? Either way, we won't let. Tanu Rabbanan, we learned in a Brayta. Yevama, Shoshach Adashim Rishonim, the first three months, Nizam Shabbat, she gets supported from the her dead husband's money, whether her dead husband's kid like it or not. But once, from three months on, she doesn't, she doesn't get any money. 
לא משבא, לא משבא אבם. אמר בדין ברח. Let's say the אבם didn't just not ignore her. He came to Betin and he ran away and he didn't want to marry her. Then the Betin could take away his property and feed her because he ran away. Let's say her Yavam, the only brother of her dead husband, is a wealthy seven-year-old where uh, the only brother alive is a kid who's got money, but he's only seven years old and he's not allowed to do Kiddushin for the next five years. Now she's stuck. She can't marry anyone for five years. And it's all because this kid, could, could she get money? Of course she doesn't get money from the kid if he has money. But could she get money from her dead husband because her husband put her in the state? Because her husband died and therefore she's stuck without being able to get married for five years. What could she do? Once they have, once she doesn't. Why? Because the fact that she's in this situation is not her husband's fault. It's the Shemaim. Hashem is putting her in that situation. And therefore, therefore, she's in trouble. Because it wasn't, it wasn't the husband who caused her, her to have this situation. If the husband had caused it, then of course his estate would have to pay. That the, that the brothers did Chalitza within three months. They have to wait three months. So, that the brothers did Chalitza within three months, she has to wait three more months before she remarries. So if the brothers did Chalitza, she can't, still can't get married. If they did it after Gimel, they have to wait three more months after that. Now, why would you have to make three months after that? So you might think. Now, the reason why you might think that it would last from the Chalitza is because maybe the rabbis want us to get rid of the complete connection between these two people before we wait three months. Why says, what do you mean? Why would it be different than a get? Rav says it goes from the time of the giving of the get. That's when you get divorced. He says, no, from the writing of the debt. So it sounds like, if Rav, Rav sounds like, we go by the giving of the get, after when it's actually over. So then it should be from the end of the Chalitza also. I said, no. Amar Rav, It's a Kav Isur Karet, Hitarta. By Yavam, where's Isur Karet? For him, beforehand and you allow it surely in the case of Isur Lav you would allow it what does that mean? let's look at Rashi For the Avam, you allowed him to do it after three months right away. For her, a Yavama, to marry another guy 
Lo Koshkin, surely you should allow after Chalitza right away, since three months passed. Meaning, marrying somebody else, you should not have to wait any three months from the Chalitza. It's a Kavachomer. Okay, we'll stop over here. Baruch Adonai Leonam. Amen. We're stopping on Membet Amud. Aleph, as the two dots on the top of the page.